Burger time. They put the two patties underneath the middle bun. Oh. No, that's Did, not... That's but not where the club goes. That's not how Big Mac works. I essentially have a fucking grilled cheese on top of the burger. Oh. <laughs> what is that monstrosity? What happened to yeah. your burger? That's so, that's so upsetting. So to be fair, I added extra sauce. Okay. That explains why it looks so upset. And also I got extra cheese. I guess the fry boy had an off night. Put it on the Twitter. If Dungeons and Daddies were a Big Mac, and the bottom of season one and the top of season two. Wait, shit. I think there might actually be a boycott for McDonald's in support of Palestine, and I don't want to get called out on Twitter. Put it on the Suns. If we get canceled, we get canceled. (laughs) That means we can finally stop. We're free. (laughs) We're free. Freedom! (laughs) Please cancel us for eating a Big Mac. Yeah, a really scary looking Big Mac. Like, man, that is upsetting to look at. Yeah, and I don't want to look at it anymore. Can we get a safer work Safsuke in here? Oh, yeah. I might have him on my... Yeah. (laughs) That was my last nugget. Oh, are you sad because it's your last nugget? Well, don't be, because we're doing the Grands. Head on over to GrandsPod.com or search for it on your podcatcher of choice. We're not doing an ad for queefing. Welcome to the second season of Talking Sons, the dutiest podcast about Dungeons and Daddies made by fans of the show. Dungeons and Daddies is a podcast about four kids who travel to Colin Firth to save their dads. This isn't that podcast. You should go listen to it because we don't care about spoilers and we'll spoil everything. Talking Sons, Season 2, Episode 48. Three episodes left. Theme music goes here. But dang, but dang, but dang. Hi, my name is Jamie, and my rad fact is that, no kidding, today is my 400th day streak in Duolingo. Woo! Don't they suck now, though? I, I mean, they they changed it, and now it's different. Didn't they fire a bunch of people? They Yeah, they laid off, like, 70 people. Uh, all right, so I guess we're getting double canceled. Yeah, we're getting super canceled, <laughs> yeah. bro. Yeah, because, like, yeah, apparently they're replacing... Well, it was... It Humans was ten- with AI. Yeah, but... It was, I don't have an official number. It's anywhere between seven and 70 people. All of them contractors who were replaced by AI for translating work. Sick. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going to let it roll because it's like, honestly, all the stuff I've been learning, I'm pretty sure has been translated years ago. So like, it's not like they were paying stuff for unit seven of the German course. I'm pretty sure they knocked that out in like 2006 or something. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, no. Uh, by, by the way, I guess maybe bonus fact is that this also would have been my rad fact had we recorded like a month ago because it would have been the year, you know, the 365 milestone. I thought it would still be 400 and you've just been using streak freezes since then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's, it's cost me like 40 bucks in streak freezes. <laughs> I go next. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I'm third. Yeah, and Luke goes last. Okay, so yeah. If he remembers, if we let him go. If we let him go. Hi, my name is Emma. And my rad fact is that my work installed archery. So we have archery, axe throwing, and bowling. So archery and beer. Nothing but good ideas. Yeah, archery, drinking, 
axe throwing, what could go wrong? I've seen some very drunk people axe throw, but at least they're good at it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is like, I've never thrown an axe before in my life. And, and I'm and I'm shit faced. And I'm shit faced. So obviously I could do it now. Yeah. I only want to do this because it's there and I'm drunk and it seems like a good idea. Mm-hmm. For that reason, we only allow customers to throw with two hands. Yeah. It's a good reason. Why? Because they might spill their beer. <laughs> More about us being um chopped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have our archery now. I'm pretty decent at archery, actually, it turns out. Oh gee, arrows, pew pew, pew pew. Yeah, it yeah. used to be pretty decent. My dad had like a long bow and a short bow, and we just go out back in our yard and shoot. Well, that was a long time ago. So yeah. What's up, everything? <laughs> it's your boy, Nikki. And my rad fact for this week, um, I was gonna have a nice one, but then I remembered just kind of a dumb thing. Um, I physically cannot fathom having organs in my body. And I don't know how to explain this aside from like what I think is actually in there versus what I know is actually in there. Like if someone's like, what organs do you have? I'm like, great. Brain, for sure. Got that one. Uh-huh. Heart, a lot of blood. Yes. Stomach. It's not an organ. Shoop. Like, okay, sorry. Let me rephrase. <laughs> what's in my body? And so let's, let's well, so what's in there? Bones. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I know those. Mm-hmm. Blood. Yeah. We know that. Brain. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Stomach? Of course. Mm-hmm. Lungs? Need those. But butthole? <laughs> connected to something. Don't know what. <laughs> it's connected. Oh, uh, yes. I don't know what's going on down there. And that's like basically it. Like the fact that I just got like so much stuff smushed in there. I don't like thinking about it. it like if you were cut in half, it would just be like. It would just be blood. Yeah, it would just be blood. I think I would would, (laughs) like I would just goosh apart. You'd you'd just be a big old blood balloon. Yeah, because like I physically just can't. Heart and lungs would flop out. Yeah, Yeah, I like can't conceptualize having organs. And I know they do things and I know that they're in there logically. But if someone's like quickly, what organs does a human body have? I go, great Uh brain. Yeah. Yeah, heart. Like point point to your spleen, and it's I like don't know. I don't know. I don't have yeah. one of those. I just have blood. So I think if, that's, if that's all think I have. That if they were to bring you onto slow mo, guys, this if they like sliced you down the middle, the skin at the top of your head would just kind of like flat back like a balloon, and yeah. all the water would be there for uh, water would be there for a very <laughs> long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then just, just like can I just can't comprehend it. Being it's packed. funny because I'm the exact opposite. I'm acutely aware of it all the time i think that stems from oh, you're what studying i'm studying the body yeah. yeah yeah and two but even when i was a kid because i would constantly watch like untold stories of the er mystery diagnosis dr g yeah. medical examiner those weird tlc documentaries Wait, on okay. conjoined twins yeah okay you mean to tell me that i as a human have about five feet of a large intestine. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? It's just blood in there. <laughs> you only got two feet total. There's no more. I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't get it. I think other people have that and not me. Did you know you have enough skin to cover an entire football field? Skin, I understand. I get skin. Well, skin's an organ. It is. I know. Is and so I understand skin. <laughs> You know those, okay, you know those, like, jelly, weird, like, slug-looking things? The toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Just I, was, a I human. thought you one that's... of those, like, ballistic gel torsos. Like, that's what I've got. <laughs> no, I was thinking one of those, like, like worm ones. Like, the ones filled with, like, water. And glitter. Yeah. and yeah, like yeah, That yeah. people have almost certainly stuck their dicks in. <laughs> that's me, no. baby! <laughs> that's just what 
is that's what your body's that's what, like. That's what's in there, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just water and glitter. And that's, if anyone uh... fucking tries to write in as like Nikki, you're a psychopath. Um <laughs> don't. Yeah. Just I'm don't. Sorry. I mean, honestly, if anyone tries to write in and, and correct you, it's like it's it's on them for trying to put organs in your body. And that's not literally right. I just don't have those. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyways. Hey, I'm Luke. Hey, my rad fact hey. for this week is that uh, towards the end of December, I helped out a streaming pair on YouTube raise twenty two thousand dollars for oh. uh, the Children's Hospital. in I think Portland, mm-hmm. wherever one of the streamers used to live, he just moved. But yeah, it was like a, it was a children's hospital there that helped out his son when he was born. So they got twenty two saving us from being canceled. Oh, you're a, cool, a good guy. Jesus. <laughs> But yeah, no, they did, they did an all-day stream on, like, December 16th or something and played a bunch of games. I played on stream with them for a bit. It was a good time. Oh, okay, dang it. I thought that it's like, okay, hold on, hold on. We're not completely safe from being canceled. Luke, what did they do to raise that money? It's like, oh, played video games? Uh, oh, they stripped a lot. Yeah, they, they stole it from other people. Yeah, uh, they went around <laughs> punching the people. They the stole street. it from the poor. They, they stole yeah. it from children, like... They said making this money was like taking candy from a baby. Not my words, mm. theirs. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, babies got strong grips, though. Yeah, I always <laughs> Not said. Strong enough. I evidently. said once um, to my friends that I would definitely beat a baby in an arm wrestling match, but I'd have to use more effort than I expect. You know, I think you. I think anyone would have to use more effort than they thought they would for a baby. Let's be honest yeah. here. Babies got strength. Anyway, we all just finished listening to Season 2, Episode 48, Next to Normal. In this episode, the kids got some items and fought a thing. Big flesh thing. Yeah, I now I'm remembering that I think I checked out also because it was gross and I didn't really want to listen to the gross stuff. And it was yeah, like there were, there were definitely points where, you know, it's like Anthony knew he had to get like one more body horror dig in there because it wouldn't be season two without body horror and Uh, you know dripping flesh dripping flesh always more flesh you can you can make it horrifying and horrible without it being disgusting although i guess that's like part of the draw of like the thing you know Mm -hmm. so i guess that's what he's going for but i don't know it ain't well it ain't doing it for me like like the thing was just like you know, all kinds of awesome like creature effects. And yeah, it was a yeah. you know, yeah, it was gross, but it was like, you know, it was more about like what are we gonna see next? Like it was gross, but also like interesting. The first time you're watching it, you're like, oh wow, that head is sprouting legs. Wow, that is really cool. But well, unfortunately, Anthony did not accomplish that. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. I mean, didn't he write a comic with John Carpenter at one point? I think uh, so. He that did, but right. it was it was Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was not a body horror affair. Although, I mean, Big Trouble in Little China, they do some pretty wacky gross. effects and yeah, some gross stuff, but not to the level of the thing for sure. Right. Yeah, I gotta watch the thing at some point. I know? do too. <laughs> I, I mean, haven't watched it, it yet. It's pretty cool. Apparently, they uh, watch it. You know, right after the last plane leaves the, uh, you know that that Antarctic station. Um, vaguely similar tangent. Yeah. It's fucking crazy that Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell look so much alike. Like I saw a gift set from the the thing and was like, damn. Yeah. They look exactly the same, and that's fucking crazy to me. And that's I mean, my he's tangent. got all his dad's mannerisms. Yeah, and stuff absolutely. Too. I've been watching the Monarch show. It's terrible. Don't watch it. <laughs> okay, okay. It's, it's not. It's not worth your time. But anti fandom plug. I mean, actually, yes. 
but yeah, like Wyatt Russell and Kirk Russell, they are remarkably similar. It's kind of crazy. Yes, they are father and son, but like, but still, <laughs> no I feel like that's involved. great. Like Jack Quaid and Dennis Quaid are two very different men. Yeah. Oh, like they're, yeah. Can I? Let's. We're not talking about the episode right now. Who's your favorite Nepo baby? Because mine is easily Jack Quaid. Ooh. Ooh. There's so like, many Nepo babies. Jack, every time I see Jack Quaid, I'm like, yeah, look at that guy. <laughs> I mean, he's just so happy to be there and he does his little sketch comedy amidst all his stuff and he calls all his friends he made on Oppenheimer his Oppen homies. That's cute. <laughs> and you know, he's doing his nerdy little Star Trek things and it's just it's, it's he's very he's it's very cute. I'm I'm going to have to go old school on this and say Nicolas Cage favorite yeah. Nepo mm-hmm. baby. I like remembering that his uncle is Francis Ford Coppola, right? Like his birth name, like his last name is really Coppola and he changed it to Cage because he didn't want people like that would the, that was the conversation every time he showed up to set. Was, yeah. Yeah. You're a Coppola. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's mine. I, I maybe followed up by Taylor Swift. Taylor. I don't like Taylor Swift, but it yeah. does not She's- ever fail to make me laugh remembering that she's a nepo baby and if i if hey gang if you're a if you're a swifty and you're listening to this and you're gonna be like i'm actually taylor swift made herself no she didn't and also again do not message us i yeah do not care enough yeah i think okay technically i think she's not technically a nepo baby but she grew up like rich and her dad had like new people but she wasn't in the industry itself like her parents weren't in the industry itself were, uh, they were her father they were like involved music yeah, her dad was like in it somewhere but they had enough money or that yeah like the main thing is that she got to skip that whole starving artist phase He's a former yeah. stockbroker from merrill lynch so yeah rich for sure yeah hella rich um who's my favorite nympho baby i mean Kaya Gerber, but like I guess only really because of bottoms. That's fair. I mean, she's just pretty too. She's Cindy also Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Wow. Sorry, I'm learning that. She, you know, I had to look up Kaya Gerber because I remember her. I just didn't know mm-hmm. in what brand of Nepo baby she was. Yeah, she's Cindy Crawford's daughter. Huh. Born only a few days before 9/11. <laughs> That's a wild fact. Why? To put. Why is that on that page? Like, it's not. It it's not. Need to be it's there. not. It says age 22 years, September 3rd, 2001, and oh, I okay. made the leap. You inserted it. Yeah. Okay. So you're the horrible person in this equation. Yeah. And no, again, no, if you want to, no. if you need to write in, Luke, don't. Luke, never forget. Never forget. <laughs> See, Nikki's doing her part, not forgetting. <laughs> Man. Uh, what, what, about, what about the Luke, who's uh, your favorite Nepo baby? I, I don't have a horse in this race because it's definitely not something I've ever thought about. I'm, I'm literally looking at a list right now. It's just Nepo babies. Yeah, yeah. I did have to look up Nepo babies because I just don't know them off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know a ton off my head. To be fair, my, my one of my coworkers said Claro, which I, I enjoyed as an answer. Hmm. I, yeah, like the only reason that Maya I was able Hawk to pick... is also one oh, an answer that, that I've received. I don't like when she talks. I like her when she's in things. I think her music is pretentious, and I and I think she's pretentious. So when she does interviews, I'm like, literally shut the fuck up. But when she's just like <laughs> surprise in things, I'm like, hey, Maya Hawk's here. Yeah. I mean, and then there are people that like you think have to be Nepo babies, but aren't. Mm. I feel like Timothy Chalamet strikes me. Yeah. Tim, is, is he uh, a Nepo sorry, baby? Googling, Googling him right now to double check. It did check. say I he was a Nepo baby. He's, yeah. He's on the list that I am looking at as well. Right. Which I think if I were to go with anyone, I'd probably say him because I do like seeing him in things and I like I like his acting. And, his mother's yeah. Jewish. 
she was a okay well okay so this is this one sorry his mother's a real estate agent at the Corcoran Group and a former Broadway dancer, fine, dance teacher, French father, Mark Chalamet, editor for UNICEF, former New York correspondent for Labor Prison. So, like, not really. No. Like, sometimes people think Nepo Baby just means person is a blue link on Wikipedia, and that's just not true. Like, I don't think his mother being a former Broadway dancer is no. necessarily got him into the most no. crazy lineup of movies to but have you know as what a 28-year-old. Did him having a YouTube channel where he f- modded Xbox yeah, modded controllers. Xbox controllers. That's my guy. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah, then I got nothing because I don't I don't know. I don't know stuff about actors and actresses. Right. Fair enough. I, I mean, and and what is it like Zoe Deschanel? And it's like, no, there's no way she. Oh, yeah. No, that's that totally makes sense. Oh, actually, mine is um friend. Uh, what's her name? Scorsese. What's her his daughter's name? Because I love oh, her. Francesca. She's great. Yeah. Yeah, Francesca Sorsese. I just really, I really like her too. She's not actually famous. She just records her father on TikTok and it makes me laugh. Yeah. And it's just very funny that we get content from her about her father. She told him about Gontrov. Yeah. So good. She's an actress? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, the podcast. Yeah. So once upon a time, I used to tell people that when I grew up, I wanted to be a trust fund baby. Oh, that's so, that's so real though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I would love to just have money. Yeah. And not work. Yes. Yeah. Although people have stopped asking me what I want to be when I grow up. So that's because you're 87. You're already fucking there, Jamie. You're grown up (laughs) up there. (laughs) If I haven't figured it out by now, it's too late. Yeah. You don't got no more growing up to do, son. (laughs) You got growing down to do. I've been asked that so much because I'm in my last semester of university, uh, undergrad specifically. They're like, oh, what are you doing after? I'm like, I'm just a teenage girl. Ending it all. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like I'm just a 23 year old teenage girl. That's, I don't know. I I think that was about the time. Yeah, when I was you know kind of coming around the bend, approaching graduation. That was when I started telling people, yeah, trust fund baby, because I was in school for engineering and assumed I was going to be an engineer. And it's like trust fund baby, you know. Boy, I know I'm not going to be rich. I'm getting a fucking yeah. Statistically, with all the school you got to fucking go to. Yeah, and also. I'm a fucking anthropology major. All the school you got to do, all the rocks you got to look at. You ain't going to be uh-huh. Indiana Jones. Nope. Was Indiana Jones rich? Fuck no. <laughs> Harrison he Ford. Had tenure. Incredibly rich. Yeah. Yeah. He had tenure. <laughs> Does anyone else find it funny that uh, Harrison Ford, guy who's crashed multiple planes, was the narrator? I learned this out today. He was the narrator for the Miracle on the Hudson documentary. That is hilarious. Nice. I think I think that's pretty good. That's that's a great joke that they didn't intend as a joke. No, but I mean, honestly, you know, it's very rare to get people with experience in crashing planes. <laughs> yeah, you got to have someone who knows how it's done. Yeah, yeah no, it's true. If you're going to talk about crashing a plane, who better to go to than a celebrity? I who's well, crashed no. several planes. Yeah, I was going to say, because it's like, I don't know of any authorities who have more real world experience <laughs> than Harrison yeah, Ford. You know, um. Should we continue talking about the podcast? We could. I mean, well, I, so like we are rapidly approaching a pet peeve of our editor, Ignity, about where like those <laughs> collars that make you do stuff from season one, they were a big thing. What about this time last year? And they yeah. disappeared. 
And you could just kind of tell, like, Anthony was just biding his time. And he he pulled it out. He finally got it. Got it on the dude. Uh, he did. Yeah. And I'm so proud of him. Uh-huh. He's, I not. bet he's so happy. I've, I've never wanted anything more in my entire life. Yeah. Good for him. Go off, King. <laughs> I mean, we got to see them enacting Code Purple. And honestly, I was sitting through, like, I disconnected from this episode about the time that we shifted into, oh, this is them doing Code Purple. Well, we know what happens because we listened to season two, episode one. We know that they ended up in a in a messed up world. I mean, I'm sorry, Solo, like the, the Star Wars story Solo, deserved to fail because nobody wanted to see Han Solo get the Falcon. Sorry, nobody wanted to see why they did Code Purple because obviously they did yeah i forgot I mean, what if, code purple was uh it was when they fucked up everything when uh, they, when they, they swapped people from worlds yeah, yeah it was when they swapped uh all of the people from earth to colin firth and or hold on Faerun to call what, what i like str- i don't i literally don't even remember yeah i yeah, think so, well for colin firth came from fake earth firth yeah so yes. i think colin what is our intro uh, to travel to Colin <laughs> Firth to Colin, save their Colin dads. Firth. Yeah, so Colin Firth is Faerun, and then yeah. the people from Faerun went to regular Earth, which got fucked up by the Doodler. Yeah. So that is that is what Cold Purple is. Cold Purple is swapping everybody from one world to the other. Have, have we been have we been running with that Colin Firth thing in the intro for over a year? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay. Was it because I just said I'm like Colin Firth? There was a there was a thing. It was it was because we were talking about Earth and fake Earth. Yeah, and what and what to call and it? Firth and, and, and Colin Firth. Firth. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think and, I think Nikki at the time, and well, I mean, she still does. But she I think had I'm, thinking about, I'm, on, th- I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Colin Firth. Yeah. At all times. You know brain, what I was reminded so. of the other day because I was making a. I made two very important playlists on or playlists uh, lists on Letterboxd. Uh, follow me on Letterboxd at Penicillin. Um <laughs> It is Killian Murphy movies that I will probably watch and Oscar Isaac movies that I will probably watch. And I'm pr- happy to say that Lenny the Wonder Dog is on. Oh uh, not God. only is something that someone it multiple people have logged it. And I've already liked quite a few um, reviews of it. And I would love to just read some reviews, you know, of Lenny the Wonder Dog that I've liked so far like like fans of our show have logged it or just like people no. in general i like, mean i haven't looked to see if fans of our show have but probably there's not there's gotta be at the, least one yeah. that's not my problem well, the I, I, top I, review for this movie <laughs> is i guess we can all agree that detective fartman is oscar isaac's finest role and then the one immediately under that is detective fartman has got a fat ass True. <laughs> um, all right i review date maybe maybe someone recently when did we talk about lenny and the wonder dog a while ago yeah. It's been a while because we were looking at Oscar um, Isaac's yeah. IMDb. Oscar Isaac must have been in something around that time, right? That we would have like gone and watched and then come back talking all about Oscar Isaac. I, I, I don't, don't know. know what it would have been. Like the Dune trailer with Oscar Isaac's magnificent oh, beard. Yeah, seemingly a saying that happens in this movie is holy sababa. Holy sababa. Yeah. Huh. Oscar Isaac spilling coffee on his balls was a welcome surprise. We're going to watch this movie at some point. I don't want to watch mm-hmm. it alone. I don't think anybody wants to watch Lenny the Wonder Dog alone. No, we got to be strong for each other. And Craig <laughs> Ferguson is the villain? That was, in the, that was in the trailer. Oh, yeah. Andy Richter is Lenny. Sure. Yeah. No Talking Sons references uh, in the reviews. Oh, okay. Strange. Unusual. Crazy how nobody's yeah. watching it as us. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super crazy. Because because we we had nothing but praise for it. Yeah, I mean, Detective Fartman. <laughs> <laughs> that should be enough praise. Uh-huh. Wait, All can I read my favorite review? Sure. I'm fucking sorry, but it's actually insane how queer-coded the three villains are in very different ways. Like, the way Dr. Wagner was winking at Panky and Panky just flexing all he got throughout the movie is so fucking funny. I don't know if this was made because of lead poisoning or a gas leak situation, but honestly, it was a good laugh. So I'm glad this was made in 2005 so we can all laugh and leave it there. Also, Oscar Isaac spilling coffee on himself and everyone laughing at him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Was, um... Oh, yeah. Was Dr. Pinkman dang it, the Scottish dude? Oh, Craig Ferguson? Craig Ferguson, yeah. Who was he? How to Train Your Dragon, Brave. I... How to Train Your Dragon 2 and 3. The things he's famous for. Uh-huh. Not Lenny the Wonder Dog. Uh, one of his stand-up shows was listed directly next to Lenny the Wonder Dog, which makes... Yeah, that is pretty funny. Um, and, and Willie's in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Willie... Yep. I... How do you get there? What's his Magic. name? Uh, Norm uh, cast plane shifter, some teleport spell or whatever, and was like, oh, Willie can't be in heaven. And then Anthony was like, haha, this is awesome for me. And Willie ended up in heaven. I feel like Willie could calm down if he just had a prostate orgasm. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> That's it. That's the cut. What are we doing for this part? I don't think we have an ad. Yeah, we don't got nothing. And I don't know if there was anything funny in the episode. I mean, Lego Link is the best thing that came out of this episode, but that's it. I'm not writing an ad. I got no more creative juices. I hate that Jamie juices are a thing. Do an ad for Jamie juice. Do an ad for Jamie juice. Do an ad for Jamie juice. Can I just say that nobody said Jamie juice? That came from Luke. It's like Jamba juice, but it's Jamie. Gross. You're doing ad for season three. (laughs) (laughs) An ad for a different podcast. Like, not ours. No, no, no. I I like the ad for season three. In a world besought by season two, there comes a hero. Are you tired of Dungeons and Daddies season two? Yeah. Hey, kids, are you tired of season two of Dungeons and Daddies? Well, boy, have I got news for you. Because this muddy train ain't stopping, coming from the creators of season one, season three. Do you think they're going to do a short one? When, when they said season two is almost done, Agnity, do, do, do you get the vibe that they're going to try to do shorter things? Um, I did not, know. It's like, I hope people don't want more of the same story. I do think, like, there probably aren't that, let me... They only said that in a teen talk. So, like, the three episodes more thing, it's kind of like, might be news to some people. <laughs> oh, well, spoilers. Yeah. That's not I mean, it's not like You said we don't care about spoilers. I mean, yes, we don't care, but also it's not like they're trying to hide it. <laughs> it's in no. a teen talk. You can pay to listen to them talk about there's only three episodes left. Well, that was that was Anthony saying that there's about three episodes left. So it like there's eleven. Yeah, like <laughs> dads. Well, it depends on the crew. They say that the next one coming out, forty nine, is supposedly very off the rails. They kind of goof their ways around to stuff. I don't know if that there's only three episodes left includes. 49 because they recorded the teen talk after they recorded that so it might be we're looking more at like 52 than 51 yeah but like they're anthony's definitely like okay this is end game (laughs) 
Yeah. Like we don't we're not going past that you're gonna go fight Willie in heaven and that's gonna be the campaign. Yeah. And none of the players seem to know what's going to come of this. Right. Like they were actively saying, like, you know, in season one I knew it was like we would win and then we'd get the kids back and we'd go home. I don't know what. Yeah. That's well, not good. No. Well, I think it I, I think it's also because the stakes in this have been so unclear. Yeah. Even the first reviews about Dungeons and Daddies is like they praised how quickly they established the stakes, how simple they were, and how compelling they were. And that like carried them through most of season one. And then they had to get home, which also made sense because it's like rescuing your kids is one thing and returning home is, you know, a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. The stakes in this season just have been really soft. Like, I don't, I still couldn't tell you what's at stake here. Is the world at stake? I mean, what world? What world could potentially end? Yeah, and also, like, what world could end, but also what was wrong with your life beforehand like yeah it didn't really seem like the doodler was doing much of anything that would yeah. actually inconvenience anybody it, ju- it just was dark yeah yeah kind of hanging out there a giant ass in the sky driving everyone crazy i think the idea was that it was like a moral dilemma of like we have to switch him back because it's the right thing to do it's like <laughs> is it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, really, is it? Is this a metaphor for colonialism? Oh, God, please, no. Colonialism and also puberty. And also puberty. (laughs) Aren't those the same thing? Sure. Yeah, (laughs) I'll take it. So, thanks, us. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Teen Talk. Teen Talk. It's ending, we promise. (laughs) Okay. Nikki. Elaborate on energy vampire. Okay, so before the show started, we briefly touched upon... Sorry, I'm doing just an... I'm absolutely just fucking up my nails right now. I had like a cool... I had like a really cool idea for a ring finger. But and then I'm just I'm just fucking it up so so hard. And the the remover's downstairs. So I'm going to go on fuck that as soon as I make you guys start talking. Um, (laughs) So basically what we do in the shadows has introduced a a whole new world to what vampires could be. And Jamie toe to tip is an energy vampire. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I think he could just really, and he is a Colin Robinson, right? He he can just really bore you into uh, I am, I, stasis. I, I, I mean, I he realized... does it to us on this podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. With with the puns. And I also realized today, so uh, there was like a an after dinner or after dinner, after okay, Christmas sale. Talk for sale. like five minutes. I'm running yeah. away for a second. Yeah. So there was an after Christmas sale at uh, our universe, which is like a fandom, I don't know, fandom garb or whatever. And so I got like a, a khaki jacket from there for Star Wars. And then I realized that between that and like, I also have some some like brown shoes. It's like I I have a totally beige outfit. I could totally go beige, and I'm just Colin Robinson in real life. It it pains me to be interesting, so I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that's not expected of me. Robinson, yeah. So he's in. Oh, in yeah, I can see it. Yeah, he's just he's looking day, at him. He's a day walker. Uh, he used to have. A more interesting name, but the uh, uh, but the initials spelled out to ASS, which was funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was pointed out to him by his lover, uh, David Bowie, or not David Bowie. Um, what's his name at the the Alamo? And so it was like a really interesting story. And he's like, you can't tell people that because uh, he is boring, and that sucks the energy out of people. 
and he feeds on it. Um, and yeah, that is that is me. I am I am an energy vampire who is you know just kind of continually reborn at eighty seven years old, grow really quick, and all beige. Yeah, this guy's outfits are boring. They're fancy, but they're boring. Yeah, yeah. Um, but waiting for Nikki to get back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you also know about this, too. Do you have any thoughts about what thoughts type about of who is what? I, I mean, because I haven't watched what I, I've watched the movie of what we do in the shadows. Right. I have not watched the TV show. Yet. Well, uh, so like it's not flattering to be a vampire in that universe. It's like Seinfeld stepped up to 11. Like imagine if the characters from Seinfeld, you know, self-obsessed, you know, really, you know, only care about themselves and what's going on in their own little worlds but also just take human life absolutely for granted and completely disconnected because they're all like 200 and 600 years old so it's like i mean you know it's like i i don't i don't really want to put that on you guys because it's like is that is that fair and and yeah it's like it's energy vampires and regular vampires and there's like emo- there's, we got some emotional vampires too yeah which oh are yeah slightly different Slightly different, but so I feel like this is why, and I, I again, it it sounds mean, but I, and I don't know how to justify it. But Emma, I just feel like you could be like maybe an emotional vampire. Like I don't know how. I just like feel it in my bones. Maybe you get okay. people angry or something. Yeah, I'm reading uh, the Wikipedia. <laughs> energy vampires. Energy vampires are the most common kind of psychic vampire. They drain energy from their victims by being boring, annoying, or infuriating. <laughs> I just like I I just like know you have it in you to do that to someone. And maybe it's just like maybe I I like I don't even think I maybe it might just be like the cadence of your voice has that energy to me. Right. Are you calling me autistic? No. (laughs) No, 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 no. I genuinely genuinely just mean it as like Um, then I think if you just read someone the rules for a thing, I I'm not disagreeing with you. I just think it's funny. Um, I know, and I can't dig myself out of this hole because I don't have a good way to articulate what I mean. I just like feel it in what, my what bones. Yeah. What positives are there to being yeah. an energy? Hang on, vampire? let me let me read I mean, emotional cool. vampires. Anyone, anyone's just like a little bit bored. You're getting energy from that. I know it's it's a pot. It's it's like all the it's vampires how I feel in. When- Emma and Agniti team up to explain D and D, and then I'm just like slowly melting into my chair because I yeah, don't that's give a fair. single shit. Um, emotional know? vampires. Emotional vampires are a very powerful form of psychic vampire. They gain energy from pity. They may do so by telling sad stories or pretending to faint to gain sympathy from other people. So, fun fact about that: um, when I was six, oh I would God. pretend to faint on the um soccer field to get taken off of the field because I hated Hell playing yeah. soccer. There we go. See, this is what I'm saying. Um, and I'd like put my hand like the full hand to forehead because I was six. <laughs> oh, like the full faint, like yeah, the oh, full like dear. Victorian woman. Fall over, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me, I have the vapors. Oh my. Yeah, because I was six. I do want to say that there was an episode of what we do in the shadows where Colin Robinson was like, I can use humor to drain people, and he told. Like the absolute best jokes all episode long. Shut the fuck. No, he didn't. This is what I mean. It's like, I don't even think Jamie gets to be himself. I think he just has he's to be just Colin called- Robinson. Because like, and you can, he's done it to us on this fucking podcast and the other one too, where he says a joke and we all just go, oh my God. And I like feel yeah. myself aging. 
it gives me power. And it gives him power. <laughs> I think now, now Luke, I feel like mm. Luke and I are complicated. Do you remember in the movie yeah. when the new vamp Nick gets bitten and he's like, I'm Twilight. <laughs> I think that's me. I think that's uh, yeah. kind of like the energy I've got going on. It's just I would be really excited to be a vampire and I would just fuck it up for a lot of people, I think. And then Luke, I feel like, would just be vibing. Like, I don't even mm-hmm. think he could be like old if he wants to be or a new vampire. But he's just like totally chilling like a normal person would be. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Luke, like, genuinely, <laughs> Luke, I don't know how much it would change your life. I, I really don't know either. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think it would. Again, this sounds uh, so mean. I feel like a bitch. <laughs> but like it just it just this is how it vibes for me. I think Ignity is also an energy vampire, but it's just about D&D. Thank you. Like, I don't I'm not mad about it because I turn into an unskippable cutscene If anything, I'm remotely interested is mentioned and people become a captive audience. Yeah. Whether they like it or not. That's, yeah. That's just neurospicy info. Dumps, yeah. Though. I mean, Colin Robinson is not a neurotypical man. Like, that's yeah. real. You know? I think energy vampires might just be people with all. They're also, like, deeply powerful and the most common, too. So, like... Yeah, I think it, they might just be autistic people. <laughs> I mean, though, like, personal theory about what we do in the shadows, like, your typical sane vampires like the ones with like a sense of self-preservation not inviting documentary crews into their lives right so that's what i'm saying i feel like like luke would just be inside he'd still be a streamer probably he, he would be <laughs> watching the other vampires with the documentary crew following yeah. them around going like what are you doing dudes you know what <laughs> yeah. I, you know what i would be i would be like a old vampire but i just kept learning new things to be an unskippable cutscene for literally any topic to know yeah, so you see how that's kind of just like being an energy vampire yes yeah. no i'm saying being an energy vampire so i could pick like to infuriate someone pick just the worst topic to explain yeah. to them yeah. just be like the yeah, whole history that's yeah. what they do season one colin had a uh, a co-worker that he kept on bringing up like the same quote argument unquote about like you know they he apparently felt like they were disagreeing about something and that that's how he was training energy and it was just the same thing all the entire time so it's like yeah i don't know i mean we you know it's it's just a weird vampire you know drawing people you know sucking the energy out of the room yeah but, yeah actually can i be banicula yeah sucking out those <laughs> those veggies yeah it'd be healthy yeah it'd be pretty healthy i mean isn't wait isn't that just i hate real meals or are you even I a hate vegan? Re- but i yeah but like specifically he just like sucks it colorless like marceline like marceline but a bunny what was so bad about Banicula? Like, Nothing. why was the cat freaking out? Like, the cat was terrified of Banicula. I was, this is a fun fact about me. There's a Target right near the Costco and I need to get my tires changed. So I went to Target and then genuinely stood in the aisle reading a Banicula comic oh, for yeah. like 15 minutes because I was just killing time. Banicula's fresh on the mind. No, the, the cat's just like a narc, basically. Yeah. Like, like the vegetables are weird. It's like okay, fucking mind your cat, business. Yeah, cat, you don't like vegetables. Yeah, yeah. he's not I, doing anything. That's that's Except the thing. It's like Bonicula does absolutely nothing, and the books are just the cat freaking out about it. Yeah, and this is supposed to be like a horror, like baby's first horror or something. <laughs> I mean, that's goosebumps. Like that's true. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. So um, I've concluded that energy vampires aren't actually vampires. They're just autistic people. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. Uh huh. I'm sure there's someone on Tumblr who wrote 5,000 words of something similar with that thesis for sure. Yeah. I don't need to 
elaborate. I'm not gonna elaborate. Oh man. Uh, yeah. We are we are so getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Triple canceled. I don't think that's the worst thing we've said today. I didn't even get the nail polish remover when I disappeared. Cassie was in the bathroom and I didn't want to. So you just kind of took a little walk? I just kind of stood down there to see if maybe she was just hanging out in there. In the meantime, I've smudged two other nails. So kind of just fucking up the whole thing. Fandom plug? Yeah. And moving on to our fandom plug, where we desperately try to convince you that we have something else in our lives that isn't Dungeons and Daddies, so that way you believe we're not complete and utter nerds. Um, we talk about stuff we've been enjoying. Uh, let's see. My fandom plug? I don't know. I, I read uh I read a book. Um, oh well yeah. Jamie read book? Jamie read book. Jamie uh, read book. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> Iron Flame. I, I I think what was it like a month or two ago? I I talked about how Fourth Wing was my fandom plug. This is the sequel. It is very spicy for a YA novel. Mm. Yeah, but anyway, uh, same plug. Uh, Harry Potter, except with dragons and death and sex. Well, cool. Harry Potter had two of those things. Yeah, but Maybe also the last like, thing too. But. The the protagonist I think is like twenty or twenty one. So it's like ah nah, yeah. Not so weird. It's, it's not. Yeah, so it's not like middle schoolers running around getting it on. <laughs> it's it's like Dragon College. Cool. Um, my fandom plug is the Percy Jackson and the Olympians TV show. Yeah. It's very good. Hell yeah. My 10-year-old self is punching the air. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so happy. Just like, yes, 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 yes. I yes. like it because it is so much more true to the books than like the movies were. Yeah. Um, it's so fun. Who are your guys' godly parents? Nikki, I know it's yours. Damn, Hermes. I, I yeah. should say it. Lynn Manuel Miranda, unfortunately, is um, Nikki's father. That is the blight. That is the blight that um the show has given <laughs> me. Is that my my favorite god is Hermes? I don't know why. I just think he's like a neat little dude. Uh huh. A la like Hades, and I guess now he's Lynn Manuel Miranda. So yeah. Um, it's fine. Um, I'm pretty sure my godly parent would be Ares. Mm. Is is big game Tony warlike? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I don't know, someone unimpressed. I really resonated I with Clarice LaRue when I first read the books when I was a kid. Yeah, that makes sense. I was like, I don't know why everyone hates her. I love her. Jamie, I'm gonna say my gut instinct is Hephaestus, but that's I feel like that's not. That's what I was not... thinking. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. yeah, I could, I could fuck with that because I think Hephaestus is—he's a sympathetic god, but really, he's just like the most boring one of the pantheon. But he's like chill and important. Like yeah. he's like chill, but like important. Like you're important, but you're like no, you're like and normal. So ugly, it. he got thrown off a mountain. Yeah, but he still fucks. So yeah. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If only I could be like Hephaestus in that. No. You three, three, kids. three kids. <laughs> three kids, no sign. Three kids, three kids. <laughs> I have never been naked, ever. <laughs> then Luke. Luke. This is also me just trying to remember Greek gods. See, like, don't ask me why. I have no justification for this. Mm -hmm. I'm getting Apollo. Mm, okay. I don't know why. Okay. I could also go with Hermes as well. Well, Hermes yeah, game. Hermes or, or maybe does does Dionysus have have kids? He Dionysus. does. He had tw he had twins, Castor and Pollux, um, and one of them died in the last Olympian. I believe it was Castor. What what if what if Luke is like Zeus? Yeah, he's a forbidden. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Yeah, there was this one time my dad was a goose or whatever, and he fucked yeah, some chicks. Yeah, it's know, fine. Man. Whatever. My yeah. mom has a story about a really sexy swan. <laughs> 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 there's just there's like family photos on the wall. <laughs> Your mom and a goose. goose. <laughs> The goose is wearing a tie. Uh, this is me. I don't, like, I don't get it, but it's there. She hasn't told me about my dad. She gets wistful every time she goes by the pond. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play Untitled Goose Game with her. Yeah, she'll start crying. Yeah. I'm just on Hermes's Wikipedia page, and it's just like so funny to see these just like normal looking Greek men and I'm just like that's not my guy right <laughs> it's just like big beards and curly hair and I'm like this isn't what? my guy where's my guy yeah my fandom plot Nikki read a book <gasps> and that's the first thing that came to my uh-huh. huge I know honestly I, the only time I'm ever able to read book is when I'm on vacation um <laughs> Nikki read book um I finally finished after literal years of reading the first hundred pages going, this was good. I'm gonna pick it back up and then forgetting to pick it back up. I finally finished Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norell. It's like it's like eight hundred pages and it's about it's like a stupid little history of magic in England. And it's very stupid and very fun. If you like Neil Gaiman, I feel like you'd kind of fuck with it. But it's 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 a lot. And but now I get to reward myself for finishing the book. I really enjoyed it, but there's a f- one season of a show out there of the book. So then now I get to uh, reward myself by consuming yeah, more that's content. Fun. That's nice. Yeah, Neil Gaiman. I I like his his writing style. Yeah. Uh, there's there's such a quaintness to it. Like I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if at the end of each of his books there was a recipe and it was yeah. all like the lead up. <laughs> yeah, you know. literally at the end of Jonathan Strange, Mister Norell, the like there's like a little bit about the author and it's literally just like I'm, my brain's only going Suzanne Collins. That's not her name. Susanna Clark is her name. It's literally like the author was Susanna Clark. This is her first book and that was it. <laughs> nice. Um, which I think is always really fun. Uh, so read it or don't. <laughs> nice. If nice. you like alternative, if you well, I really liked it. It's you know seven hundred eighty-two pages. That's not horrible. If you want an alternative history of nineteenth-century England, is it spicy? No. Okay. Not none of it's horny. Jamie immediately disinterested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I don't have time for non-spicy literature. If they yeah. don't fuck just I don't like care. those women on Book Talk who's like This is literally yeah, this is literally how I feel like Book Talk <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah, it's like I only read horny romances. I'm like, go to AO3, bitch. Yeah. yeah. That's that was my mom in like when I was in like middle school and high school. That's insane. Would, hey, mom. Th- th- that's crazy. The like no joke. Like she would like go outside to smoke and read a book and at one point, there was like a giant garbage bag filled with these books that she had read and she was probably never going to read again. It was so, a problem. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I joke about, you know, is it spicy? This is the book that I'm reading now. It's a book on paper and you go, oh, big whoop. What's it called? <laughs> no, it's called Paper. It's Paging oh Through History. It's a book God. about paper. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Yeah. The current book I'm reading is um, I'm trying to read more this year. I'm reading In the Lives of Puppets by T.J. Klune because it's his newer one. And I bought the signed edition because they were just selling those. And yeah. that seems fun. It's about robots. Hmm. I'm only like four chapters in. 
it's pretty good so far. Hey, is Jamie, spicy? that sounds... That sound... There's, I, um, there is, um, I have highlighted some quotes, actually, that, and some of them are, like, really nice. It's just, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then one of the quotes I have highlighted um, is, a beat of silence, then, I think he is a MILF. Victor had never heard of that before. What's that mean? Machine, I'd like to fornicate. <laughs> Very good. Wow. So good. Oh. And then Vic gaped at her. Ha ha. She said, just kidding. I do not wish to fornicate with anything as I do not feel lust or retraction. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Really good. Really oh. good stuff. There's also hooray for penises, which I highlighted. Hooray you know for what? penises. Indeed. Hell affair. Yeah, you don't you don't get com- context for that one. I don't need context. No, <laughs> no. Um, I'm a fan of Apple TV, but not for Monarch. That show is trash. Do not watch mm-hmm. it. Watch for all mankind instead. It's Ooh, really, I don't really know good. This one. It's a alternate uh, future, like a alternate timeline. Um, There's four uh, seasons. Hello. Yes, Joel Kinnaman's is. there. Hello. Yes. Like I've, okay. The, my in was Joel Kinnaman because I love that man. And like, yeah. I've, I've seen like, and every, I, I got in on him in Altered Carbon and he was great in Altered Carbon. So, mm-hmm. um, but this is like an alternate history of uh, the space race and what cool. if it kept going. Uh, basically, like in the early parts of the season, the Russians win the space race to the moon and it just keeps escalating from there. Uh, it's like great like, spoilers. There's a like a we have a base on the moon now in the show. Oh, I saw um, ads for that. I think it's Orton. it's really good. It's really compelling. Um, almost everybody on the show is like a shitty person, but like love love a show well, like that. They're well written characters. So like Game of Thrones, but in space, less betrayal and sex. But yes, okay. But like it's also I mean it's it's dealing with stuff of the time too. So like there's a civil rights movement and a lot of stuff going down. Nice. It's good. Recommend it. Cool. I'm not Beth May, and she's not here to send us out. More theme music goes here. Badang, badang, badang. This podcast was created and produced by a funerary group of volunteers. Talking Sons was mastered and edited by Ignity. Our theme music is Madness is Everywhere by Lobo Loco. Grab the next episode in your app of choice or from Nikki.horse. Next episode should drop on January 29th. If you'd like to help us fight flesh monsters, consider telling your friends to listen to the Grands. We'd really appreciate it because Nikki won't stop opening doors that release eldritch horrors. Help! Nikki, do I ask a question at the end of the episode anymore? You don't anymore. We gave up on that.